about Ted Bundy today the infamous serial killer probably the most famous isn't he Ted Bundy yeah did you see um Zac Efron portray it yeah, right like I know that is like meant to be like the most good looking serial killer yeah. but like if you look at actual Ted Bundy he's not really that good looking but if you look at Zac Efron being Ted Bundy it's fine I just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think because like this is the thing isn't it why he was so popular because everyone thought he was so attractive and so many yeah. people for a long time didn't believe that he he'd done it I think because I mean serial killer was like not even used around this time was it it was like a totally new word so I think people just didn't even think someone who looked normal could do something like that but yeah I think definitely now he'd be ugly but I think back then like in the yeah. 70s and stuff I don't know, yeah. people found different things attractive, didn't they? Obviously. I think even now people don't think he's, he's, he did it, even though he, did, he got, like, accused really? of it. They don't even, yeah, they don't even believe it, even now, but, Crazy. yeah. So, infamous serial killer. We're going to talk about, like, kind of why he was so popular at the time, why everyone's just so obsessed with him. Um, but, yeah, so he is a killer of about 20 women. That we know yeah. of probably more than that isn't there yeah probably a bit more yeah and, and this was going on around the 1970s um and as I was saying before yeah serial killers I think he was probably one of the first to be called a serial killer actually yeah because um, it was quite early on wasn't it? it wasn't yeah I don't think anybody was really and I think I've got here oh yeah here we go this is when sort of something must have been going on in the air because around this time was when other killers started becoming famous. So there was like obviously the Charles Manson murders, John Wayne Gacy. Was he the clown, the killer clown? Or he was oh, the clown. That has freaked me out. Yeah, he was really creepy. And there was like a couple of others. So around that time, it was a really scary time to live in, really. All this yeah. happening. Um, but yeah, I don't know about here in the UK, but I know in America at that time, people were like, really angry like inflation was happening and quite a lot of other things so I think that might have sort of you know caused yeah. some people to act out um but yeah Ted Bundy was eventually executed by electric chair in 1989 and yeah for quite a long well I think actually for always he's always claimed his innocence didn't he yeah all the time yeah um yeah. and as we touched on before been so famous and intriguing just because yeah he didn't look like a typical typical killer or criminal like he he looked normal um and became almost like a celebrity didn't he which was weird yeah that was weird like he's just yeah it was really strange how everyone just like young women even though he'd killed all these young women because he did target like universities and things like that um loads of young women went to the court to for yeah. his court cases and it was just like, what is wrong with you? Like, this guy is killing people. Like, what what are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, it was um, this theory about him. And he did, like, weird. he acted all calm and charming. And he, like, he just loved the attention. I watched, um, I think it was, was it the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix? Don't know if you, if you, have you watched it? I've watched a couple of them, yeah, I think. Yeah, so you can see him on there, just, like, the way he talks about himself, the way he looks at people. He's just so, he loved himself. Yeah, he said as well, I've just seen this, sorry. 
he remarked himself as I am the most cold-hearted son of a bitch that you'll ever meet which kind of makes sense that he said that about himself because he really didn't care like he didn't care that he'd kill these people if you're claiming your innocence but then you're calling yourself the most cold heart it doesn't really like plead your case does it no it doesn't no it doesn't a little bit about him then so he went to law school in um Washington University and he was like quite involved in politics and I think that's quite obvious because the way he loved himself he probably wanted to be bloody president didn't he involved in all that wanted to be in the news wanted to be higher class which he wasn't loved going to all those parties like with high uh, high flying politicians yeah um, he also worked for the Crime Commission, helping police on how they can prevent like rapes and um, different kind of crimes against women, which is crazy. So that's probably how he knew kind of how to get away with it for doing that for doing that work. Um, so his first girlfriend dumped him because he couldn't provide for her like how she wanted him to. And then I think that's when he started to get quite angry, having this feeling of rejection for for women and. Um, yeah, he got those feelings and wanted to do something bad, really, like had a feeling of revenge. Yeah. So, sorry, he started dating that Elizabeth Colfer. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. And she was the guy, she was the woman who reported him to the police. But this is what I didn't get. Like, he had this girlfriend for ages. Yeah. And he never, ever murdered her. Like, I know. Just, this is what I didn't get. Like, I don't understand why she was so different to the to like just a random because he clearly didn't like women. He clearly yeah. just had a problem. So I don't understand why he never he never ever murdered her. And she put up with it. She, I think she knew what she must have known what was going on. Do you think? And yeah, definitely. Because she was she was the one, the first person who reported him to the police. Yeah, and I think she stayed with him for a while, didn't she as well? Yeah, in all the court process and stuff. Which was the the, the first crime, the the first murder was in um, 1974. She was called Linda Healy. She was um, a Washington University student. And then later on in 1974, another girl was killed around that university area as well. Um, and then the area started to get like really uneasy because as we said before like it wasn't a time when things like this really happened Um, so two young women in a really small area have been killed like people were saying do not walk around at night by yourself police kind of advising them to stay inside and not walk down alleys and going Um, yeah it never actually like his first attack wasn't a murder as well so he actually assaulted an 18 year old student mm-hmm. um he brought into her an apartment wounded her unconscious with a metal rod from a bed frame i must have been strong jeez um and then he sexually assaulted her and she was in a 10-day coma with permanent disabilities so he obviously didn't murder her it yeah well it sounds just, like he tried to yeah he tried to but didn't work yeah. um yeah Oh yeah, but I didn't even know that until I've just read that. I just thought it was like a full-on started murder. Yeah. But, did she oh. come out? Do you know she came out of the coma and stuff? Well, I um, I th- murder. Yeah, it just says I think she came out of the coma, but she's she just got left with permanent disabilities. But she's probably yeah. probably not even alive now, to be honest. It doesn't. No, really that's matter. crazy. And so yeah, yeah those um crimes happened and then another four women went missing then and it was like every month another girl was getting killed 
Um, all the victims looked the same as well. Do you want to talk about yeah, that? <laughs> Which, yeah. That was. That everyone looked the same. Yeah, I think that was really weird. They all had, but like... I, su- I suppose if you've got, like... If you're going to be a serial killer, like, more serial killers that you think... They have, like, a like a unique thing that they do, don't they? So some people, like, keep underwear or shoes or, like, one shoe. So I suppose his was... They all look the same. Yeah. yeah. I think they looked like his ex-girlfriend, didn't they? They were, like, around the same age. Yeah. Went to university, long, dark hair. Like, really pretty girls. I've just read... Oh, my word. I'm just reading these notes, and I've, like... Lou, I completely forgot, because it was, like, three weeks ago. Yeah, by the way, just quickly, people... Yeah. <laughs> we haven't... We haven't... We, <laughs> we made these notes three weeks ago, and then things have been going on, so we haven't recorded. So this is the first time we're reading our notes in three weeks. So you'll have yeah, to... so sorry if we were a bit, like... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, a bit jumpy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So it says here, it would then lunge at... Bundy would often revisit the sites where the corpses were and have sex with their decaying corpses. Yeah. And in some cases, he would decap... I can't even say that word. Decapitate his victims and keep their skulls. See, that's what I mean. So he, this guy kept the skulls. Like, what? I don't understand why would people... If you're going to murder someone, you'd like... I wouldn't want to keep anything. I'd be like, no, thanks. Like, no. It's almost like this just sick like little secret and they just sort of get off on it yeah it's really strange um I don't I don't get it no there was this big um festival kind of party thing outside wasn't there um about 40,000 people it was up on a beach yeah to be asking women to like help him get stuff in the back of his car um two women went missing on that day um, and I think he sort of knew he didn't look like a bad person. I think he used that to his advantage, kind of flirting with girls and trying to get them to help him. And that's how he was able to sort of, um, yeah, people really. Yeah. And to be honest, he had a Volkswagen Beetle. You don't trust men who's got Volkswagen Beetles. <laughs> like, you just don't do that. Like, that's a girl's car, clearly. Yeah. Just, it's not. <laughs> and it was bright yellow, like... Yeah, you'd Red think flag. that you'd, like, get something a bit more incognito. Like, something yeah. to be able to be hidden a little better. This is, yeah, this is what I mean. Like, when... Like, obviously, because he travelled around in it from, like, state to state to kill these people. Yeah. So he went to, like... Well, the first one's in, like, Utah, and then the next one's in, like, Salt Lake City. But then it, it went in this bright yellow beetle. Yeah. And then, obviously, people saw that, and it was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's this guy who's in a bright yellow beetle. And he was like, no, that weren't me. Well, I think it was you. Not many people have bright yellow beetles, pal. I think yeah. it might have been you. It's crazy. He, he was just so full of himself that even no yeah. matter what evidence was, you know, there, he, he just was like, yeah, that it wasn't me. Like, I'm still so confident that I can get away with this. So um, his girlfriend in 1974 called to say that she was scared of her boyfriend, that he might be the killer. Because obviously they were sort of doing sketches by this point and it was on like yeah. in newspapers. Them, them sketches freak me out though. Like I can't look at them even now. I know they're a bit more modern now, aren't they? Like, yeah. Because they've got a lot more te- like technology. But I think way back then, they still freak me out because they, they do look like the person, but they don't look like the person. Yeah. Yeah, I've never liked them sketches, me. 
Well, she had found what made her make the call. She must have been having suspicions before this, but yeah. she found a bowl full of house keys and a bag of women's underwear. And I'm sorry, but yeah, that might make you think that he's a fucking killer, but like, dump him, maybe? Yeah. Like, if he's I found... or murdering. <laughs> yeah, like, if I found, like, a bag of women's underwear, I'd just be like, I wouldn't think you're a murderer. I'd just think you're a cheater. And I'd just get rid of you anyway. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. Like, she, must have been, she must have been scared. Like, because this, it was brave of her to call because if they hadn't, if she hadn't called, then they would never have caught him, I don't think. No. Or, that's kind of what spoiled it. I mean, DNA evidence and stuff like that, he probably would have been caught eventually. But, you know, she suspected him, but he was never violent or aggressive towards her. So she, she was saying that she wasn't like 100% sure at this point, but as you said, she must have known deep down because why would you make that phone call? Yeah, why would have been yeah. 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 So later that year, um, three other women were murdered in the mountains. Um, he started to, as you said, like move around um, so he was wouldn't be caught so easily, he just started murdering in different places. Um, and then there was the woman that escaped, wasn't there? Carol yeah. Durant. I think her name was. Um, yeah, so she was shopping in the shopping centre and he was dressed as a policeman, came up and was like, oh, someone's been trying to get into your car. So she went there with him, all looked fine. Um, she asked for ID because she had a feeling that something wasn't right. Yeah. And she asked for ID and was like, would you want to come to the station? And like, I don't know what kind of story he said to her, but she was like, yeah, OK. Um, and that's it. He pulled a gun on her. And then luckily she was able to get out of the car. He chased after her. But she she was able to get away. Um, and because of her, I think she was the one that picked him out of a lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just it's 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 mad, like how how that happened. It's almost like he was getting too too confident with himself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just yeah, it's just he it was very arrogant. And I think that's why people liked him because he was obviously in them days. He was quite good looking and arrogant, and I suppose some girls like that. So yeah. everyone likes a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, everyone like yeah, bad boy. So yeah. yeah. So um, and then she reveals like just feeling really, really kind of obviously lucky that she survived, but then really guilty as well because he couldn't murder her. He got really angry and he went and killed someone else four hours later. Yeah. And so obviously that poor Carol was like, God, you know, if he'd killed me, like that woman would still be here. But then I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it probably a bit of sweet in it, really. Yeah, like, really crazy. He started dumping all the bodies up like this um, mountain, like hill in the same place. So he was ki- killing in um, Washington, Utah. Um, I think it's, it's Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, yeah. Yeah. Um, Another woman, another woman murdered in Colorado, then more women again, um, until he was arrested for the first time because he failed to stop for a police officer. Yeah, in August 1975. And police discovered mass handcuffs and blunt objects in the car. Yeah. Um, and while this wasn't enough to arrest him, a police officer realising that Bundy was also a suspect, put him under surveillance. Um the officers then found his beetle. Well, look at your car, pal. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you stop that. Imagine the police, like, oh, sorry, you failed to stop at a traffic light. Yeah, <laughs> just 
just a routine <laughs> stop and then you see all that in the back of the car you'd be like what the hell yeah. There's yeah. like a, I've got like, I've seen a picture of it as well and it's like quite a freaky mask to be honest. It's just like a hat, it's like a beanie hat with like eyes and a mouth cut over it. It's oh, weird. It's like, if that comes in, you freaked out. Yeah. And what was what I found really weird about it was that he always said that his childhood was good and they had a really good childhood. He was like popular and it was almost like he didn't want people to think that he was like this because of his childhood. But actually, like, he did have quite a bad childhood. He was yeah, born just... 46. He, yeah. um, the family were really, really poor. He had a speech impediment. He was, like, bullied. He was a loner. Like, he, yeah. he never fit in. And his, grand, his grandparents were ashamed of him because um, he was, because he was born out of wedlock. Mm. Um, and they raised him as their own child. And his grandfather would regularly beat him up. So yeah. I suppose if you're going to get beat up like that, I suppose it's most things with serial killers, isn't it? If you're going to get beat up, you kind of, you think that's just normal yeah, to do in life. So obviously you are going to, I think they say like most serial killers have a bad childhood and they've experienced like beatings or whatever. So they just think that's normal to do it to other people. But I know that's not really an excuse, is it? But No, but it's you, a reason. Yeah, no. yeah. Definitely. Um, so, but yeah, I just found that weird. Why wouldn't you admit that your childhood was bad? Why don't you want us to think that? Yeah. Why think you had this good childhood? Probably because he thinks he wants to think like he was still innocent. And I, I suppose mm. if you confess that you've had a bad childhood, you're then kind of admitting to yourself that you've got a bit of a problem. Yeah, yeah, true. So, so in 1966, he um, himself went to University of Washington to study psychology. Interesting. Um, <laughs> And that's when he had met that like girlfriend that he was with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then he was about to start the trial. So he had got kind of um, arrested for the murders. But he ran out of a window and escaped. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. He was, did he not pretend you were on the phone? He, needed to, he wanted to make a phone call. Yeah, it was something like that. And then just made a run for it out the window. Yeah, <laughs> like... One, this guy has been convicted of see multiple murders. Why weren't someone stood there right next to him when they were making this phone call? Like that's an error on their part, to be honest. But I think that's why he wasn't handcuffed because he acted normal, acted yeah. like he was just this lad, Jack, Jack the lad. I was like, oh, I'm just going to make this, fun. and just no one believed him. No one thought that he he was a killer. So a massive search ensued, and then five day, six days later, it's like he came back to the town because he was cold and hungry, and like couldn't last out there any longer. Like, oh, I just you don't you don't bother do you. You just yeah, it's just it's just really strange how we just how we like approach how we what's the word like attempted it. Yeah, and how he like held himself, like yeah. he would just, yeah, he would just like, oh yeah, I'm now gonna run out this window, I'm gonna escape jail. Well, just like, yes, yeah, such yeah. a weird day. But later yeah. on, while back in jail, he escaped a second time. So a policeman went to check on him in his cell. His food was um, uneaten, and the bed like looked like he was in there. With, um, but when the police officer went in to look, it was just books, like yeah. to make 
looked like he was there. So he'd escaped again. He slipped through a hole in the roof, lost some weight, made a tiny hole into and the just... roof and climbed up. He out. says, he traded with another inmate to get a small hacksaw. And while his cellmates were exercising or showering, he went to wait the ceiling. That's just effort. I, could, <laughs> I wouldn't bother. God, I know that is crazy. And to like not eat and stuff so that you could like. Yeah, so we could just get into the stairs. Yeah. The hole also went into the apartment of one of the um, prison guards. So he just put on this prison guard's clothes and just walked out the front door. Yeah. Like he said, he says as well, like the first escape, he didn't really plan that. He just kind of like went for it. Mm. But this one, oh no, he did plan it. Sorry. This one, he was planned ahead as well. Yeah. But unlike last time, his escape had failed because it was without resources in the outside world. Yeah. And this time he had like money away smuggled to him by carol and boone who was weird as anything like who was this woman yeah i was just like who would later marry him i'm like why would you marry serial killer what's wrong with you <laughs> and why did they even let that happen i didn't literally didn't get that really weird so he has been missing 16 days at this point during this time he's murdered two women he broke into a sorority house Two yeah. women survived. Um, he made his way to another house and went on to an, uh, murder another woman, but she like survived too. Um, so it's almost like at this point he's like out of control. Like he's thinking, I know I'm going to get caught. I need to like murder and just go on this rampage as many um, people as I can. Yeah, but it's crazy how like he didn't make sure the like the three women were dead. Like he just sort of. I don't know. That's what makes me think he was just going crazy, like just sort of impulsive. Like I just yeah. wanted and then run out it was it, it was in the space of 15 minutes as well them three them three killings like i'm like that's just it's just crazy really weird really yeah. weird so i mean i can't even imagine like stabbing someone <laughs> I know it sounds no. weird, it's like how do you even do that let alone like just so- you have to be like sometimes you know when you get like really angry yeah. Like, or something, and you just like you want to just like yeah like do like you just kind of want to like just throw something or like fair enough if you're angry at someone I couldn't I can't really understand it but I can kind of see how if you are that angry and it builds and builds and builds up like domestic abuse for example yeah. I can understand how some women if it builds and builds up can just grab a knife and just go you know what yeah, yeah. see you later like because it's <laughs> like bye because it'll just build and build up on the anger that they probably yeah. have would and I can kind of get you've got to have like a bit of a a point where you're like yeah but enough is enough now like yeah, breaking point yeah breaking point but to just go around killing people randomly just mm. calmly calmly and casually I don't get that you've got like, no just, regard for like for human no. life that you're obviously no. been not right in your head um yeah what you're talking about there like domestic abuse and stuff that's like um like a what do they call it passion killing yeah because it's like you've got a relationship with that person and they've really hurt you or something's happened yeah. but like yeah to kill random people is just, something yeah else. yeah and uh, but I just think like you said I can't imagine stabbing someone whatever but I think if I ever did stab anyone or put, like hurt anyone or anything not that I would just like put it out there but <laughs> Um, I think I feel like I'd, I'd have to get angry. Yeah, I couldn't just I couldn't just be like. Yeah, you'd have to black out with rage. Yeah. 
yeah, it just it it wouldn't be me doing it. It would be yeah, like, it's something to take over. Yeah, no, I I know what you mean. I yeah, um, and that's what makes it so cold and dark that he's doesn't know these people yet still feels that way or was he doing it while he was angry was he just fun like yeah so 40 days missing at this point he kills a 12 year old it's almost like he was just now he's going even younger it's like he's just desperate to kill anybody that he can get his hands on um so he was in total missing that time for 45 days he was eventually arrested um in Tallahassee for driving too yeah this is what I mean, right? If you get stopped once for driving erratically or aggre- recklessly, don't do it again. Learn your lesson yeah, yeah. the first time. If you don't want to get arrested because you've killed all these people, you've you've escaped prison. You've now been people are after you. Like the police yeah. are looking for you because you've you've escaped prison. Yeah. Don't start. Don't do anything to bring attention to you. You'd. You do anything in your power just to be normal, like keep under the radar. He either was just completely out of his mind, or he at this point was like knowing that he was going to get caught, so wasn't really bothered. That's why killing anyone he could to get that out of his system because he knows that in prison he's not going to be able to kill anyone. Yeah, I just think not to go through all the effort of trying to escape prison the way that he did Mm. twice. Um. And then decide, I don't know, like to reckless drive and get caught. Like, you, yeah. I think at that point, you've just got to kind of give up on you and think, this is it. This is the end now. Like, I've got nothing else to lose. Definitely. Um, and what was so weird when they, times now are just not like this. It's really crazy to think about. But when they arrested him that time, no one recognize him because back then there was no like photo database it took really long news to spread there wasn't any like internet and stuff so this mass murderer has just been arrested in another state yet no one knows but it's him yeah so they found they found the ids of three dead women in his vehicle that linked him to the like the previous crimes anyway so that's probably how we got like found out really yeah but but the first few few days like he was just pretending to be someone else yeah um so yeah rang his girlfriend from prison as well like I wonder what excuse he told us to like why he was there probably reckless driving yeah that's what he got in trouble for yeah god she wishes yeah Um, but yeah so the trial started in February 1976 he was really involved wasn't he old Ted coming up with defense and his ideas like, he sabotaged himself by ignoring the advice of his lawyers and he just decided to do it all by himself. Then he didn't want lawyers. He wanted to be his own lawyer. He wanted to do his own defence. Yeah, he was really cocky, just, like, smiling, laughing. Um, he thought he was amazing, you know, stand, using himself as his lawyer, testifying for himself. He was, like, having jokes with the judge, laughing and chatting with him he like requested things like access to the gym in jail better lighting to read in a change of menu yeah this guy was like there's like me like, for murder for several women i wouldn't be asking for stuff yeah so i've put here as well like what you said earlier women in the courtroom obsessed with him trying to get in contact with him writing him letters um not yeah. believing that he was the murderer um 
but yeah eventually he was found guilty and sentenced to the death penalty and he was caught by because he would bite his victims quite hard and they eventually were able to um get dental records from him and that's how he was he yeah. was caught. did um, he not have a gap in his teeth yeah he had, like weird teeth didn't he yeah, like a like a he's like a crooked teeth or something weren't it that's how they found out yeah. that it was his teeth yeah yeah, so um, while on death row, his fi- new fiance, I've got a new fiance. Yeah, they did get married. Oh, this is a new woman. Yeah, she was weird. I'm sorry, right? Like, I don't know about nowadays, but like, I, like back then, but nowadays, nobody would let you have sexual intercourse in a prison when you were on the death row. Yeah, they were regardless having- Regardless if you're on death row, well, regardless if you're on death row or not, you shouldn't be able to have sexual intercourse in prison. You're in prison yeah. for a reason. She, she got, she would smuggle him in drugs. They had yeah. a baby girl called Rosa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go on, babe. Yeah, I'll just like, it's, it, they got married while he was on trial in yeah. the prison. Like, and I just think, does that child know, like, the extent of what her dad has done? Because this Carolyn Boone, she were she were all down for it. She was for it. So like as she told her daughter, like, oh yeah, your dad's a serial killer. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like Yeah, it's really strange because I I reckon she knew. And yeah, just it. Definitely and just was like, you know, trying to fight his corner so that she could be with him. But I reckon she she knew. And just Can you imagine that conversation with your child though? Like, yeah, you were conceived in prison and your dad's a serial killer and now he's dead. Like, you'd just be like, what the hell? Yeah, that's a bit of a shock, isn't it? To find out. Yeah. On the yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to Google that, actually, like, where she is now. Well, she might be a... private, but... Let me have a look. Um, yeah. While you're doing that. So his execution got extended because um, they were his defence was saying that he was um, bipolar, he couldn't feel empathy... Um, but I've never understood this mental health as a defense because, right, just because you're bipolar or you're schizophrenic or you're anything doesn't mean that it's right or that it should be allowed. Like, you're obviously got something mentally wrong with you if you kill someone. Obviously. Yeah. Does that mean that you, you shouldn't be in prison? Like, mental ha- illness or, or what? Like, you need to be punished if you're doing that. You can't be. Yeah. In yeah and if if it's like mental health like if if you've if you're blaming your mental health for what you're doing you clearly need help yeah because you, you must be that bad with your mental health to to go out and killing people yeah, like so you, you clearly saying. need some kind no you need some help yeah so I've never understood how that how that's a defense no you know what I mean it's like oh he killed them because he he's he's got he's schizophrenic right okay that doesn't surprise me because you've got to have some kind of thing to be able to do that does that mean we should let you go and just like go get a job and have a normal life like you can't like I don't know strange so she was born in 1982 so it was before he was killed um and I think he actually saw her as well in prison Oh really? Cause there's pictures, yeah, because there's pictures of them all together. Um, 
what's um rosa bundy is she called or someone else I, type in like where is rosa bundy now or something like that um so okay so i said put here ted did actually eventually confess but like days before yeah. his execution so he thought that that would delay it and he wanted to clear his soul but that didn't work and he was executed by the electric chair yeah i remember him did confess he did confess before um there was like two detectives and they were interviewing him um for quite a while and this is what this netflix documentary is about the ted bundy tapes and he's sort of talking and but he's talking in the third person so he's saying like if this person was to kill it would have been for this reason and he was kind of basically confessing but acting like it was someone else yeah i don't think um it just says she she's she keeps she hides her personal information from the public she lives somewhere in the united states of america with her husband and daughter oh right so i don't think she's like well like, you wouldn't would you if your dad ted Bundy, you're not gonna want it to like no you're not gonna wanna you're gonna wanna keep that secret yeah not much is known about rosa today and it's likely that she and boone changed their names years ago yeah so i don't even think she's called rosa bundy anymore no probably not but yeah even if, if you'd had a serial killer you're not gonna want to um kind of associate with that are you no i i thought um ted bundy's mom was weird like yeah. she was really like um like my son didn't do this and i don't know I, I just like I thought she was strange, but if you haven't seen the, the documentary, you, you won't know what I mean. But yeah. for anyone that has, like there's just something weird about her. It's almost like she knows he's done it, but it's her son, so she can't not love him. No, that's what that's what all like I think quite a few serial killers, like they're just all like, oh my son, it's like you're saying it's your child at the end of the day, isn't it? You're not gonna there's only the odd person who's like of a killer who says like, Yeah, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. But if, if he had a bad, it sounds like he had a bad childhood and the fact that her dad beat her up as well, she probably just feels like she had probably had a bad upbringing as well by the sounds of it. Yeah. It's... But she's, Rosa Bundy is only 38. Oh, man. Only 10 years younger than me. Yeah, so she was born in 1980. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose if you don't want to, you're not going to associate with that, are you really? But no, I don't know if I would. No, I wouldn't. But I just think, why would you even have a, a child in prison? You know what I mean? Why did they even let that happen? That's, uh, I don't know, I keep saying it's weird, but the whole thing is so <laughs> the whole weird. Thing's like, the only explanation for it. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's just... I don't know, like, I do kind of believe in you what he was doing. Um, but, yeah, it's just, just weird, isn't it? It's really... Yeah, I think he he was um, obviously something wrong with him mentally. Uh, like, yeah. lack of empathy. Like, he was just a psychopath. But, um, yeah, he was just evil. Just didn't care. Yeah. Like, didn't care about anyone's feelings. And, just... and I think as well... Like the last killing that I did within 15 minutes, like that is just. And then just to admit it, like two days before you know you're going to die after like 10 years is just. Yeah. 
because he just shows what kind of guy he was like what kind of man he was yeah because killing someone it's like you're not just killing that person you're ruining the lives of like all their family all their friends like that's a whole kind of generation almost that you like ruin and like you impact grief on like so many other different people just by killing one person yeah and he killed like a lot more than that and I think as well it just shows what kind of person he was because the fact that he went back to some of the bodies and had sex with them like dead bodies like you have yeah. to be mentally unstable to, yeah. to do stuff like that 100%. You have to in your head. yeah definitely so on that note end of episode <laughs> yay so yeah we will be back um probably next week don't know or maybe three weeks depends <laughs> what happens in our lives <laughs> oh yeah but it might be fine to know all right then bye bye